What's going on, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to episode six of our show, Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. In this show, we'll be discussing the latest episode of the newest Marvel and Star Wars shows on Disney+. Plus. But if there's any other geeky shows that have come out on a different service, we'll be discussing that as well. I don't know if you've been paying attention, Adam, but there's been a lot of stuff announced in the past couple days. Yeah, I like how you say that. Like, we weren't just drafting a document about it all for the past ten minutes. Well, there's been even more than, than what's on here. Oh, really? Like, yeah. like what? Hit me up with ha- something that's not on the list. The Halo. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Halo's coming. Well, I mean, that show's been in development for a while now, but it's yeah. coming to Paramount Plus uh, next year. Mm-hmm. We got the the Fairly Odd Parents live action. I didn't stuff. see that. I saw yep. there was the the Rugrats. Yep, that uh, yeah. On Paramount. I, Paramount just announced a bunch of stuff, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, you know, before we get into it, I'm just gonna, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Are you, do you, are you looking at getting Paramount Plus at all, or? Uh, I mean, not at the moment, but it's, it is really, like, fatiguing all the different streaming services. Yeah, I agree, but here's the thing, is I pay for CBS All Access because I watch soccer, mm-hmm. and if you have CBS All Access, you get a full year of Paramount Plus at half off, so I could pay for a full year for 30 bucks. Oh, that's pretty good then. Yeah, so I'm like kind of considering getting it, but I feel like there isn't going to be a whole lot coming out this year, but we can mm-hmm. talk about that some other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we plan on releasing these shows on Sundays. Uh, they may not be weekly. As of right now, they will be weekly because there's definitely enough to talk about. But if you guys are liking the show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin Gamers. And we have now begun to upload on our YouTube channel. You can find us by searching Ramblin Gamers. We have also started streaming on Twitch, and you can locate our streams at twitch.tv slash ramblinggamers. And if you all all are liking our content and would like to see more, please share this with a friend or family member or long-lost relative so we can continue to make content for everyone. But before we get into the news, how you doing, Adam? I'm pretty good. What have you been watching? Um, <laughs> we talked about this when we streamed last night, but I did watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely recommend that movie if you are able to watch it. Um, been watching. Just been watching a lot of stuff on HBO Max because, as I said, I got HBO Max again. I had it previously, but I got it again. So, been watching various uh stuff on there. You know what we should do sometime? We should uh, start watching. We should like plan when we watch the show Watchmen, and then we can talk about it on the down week. You know? Yeah, you need to watch the movie though. I know, I do. I know. And in all honesty. You should you should read the comic because the show's a sequel to the comic, not a not the movie. Oh, just saying. Huh? Did you? So Zack Snyder did Watchmen, right? Yes. Did you watch the trailer for his movie coming to Netflix? No. Me either. I was wondering what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's just get right into it. WandaVision episode eight just came out on the day of, that we're recording this. What were your thoughts, Adam? Give me, uh, give me just your rundown. This was the best episode so far, and like this one episode <laughs> was better than like some of the Marvel movies. I feel like okay, like this, it was just outstanding. Like, like think like Matt, Wandavision episode eight or Thor: Dark World. Oh, what? I, of course, yeah, you picked the yeah. worst movie. Of, of course, <laughs> so yeah, I guess yes, your statement does <laughs> does work that this episode was better than some of the worst Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just, I really like this episode. It was done really, really well. I was like glued to the screen the entire time. Uh, it, w- it was a longer episode. This was like the longest mm-hmm. episode so far, um, which was awesome. And it kind of gave me everything I wanted out of WandaVision from the first episode being an explanation of like what's going on. And then also more of a backstory to Wanda and Vision because they mm-hmm. were just kind of like introduced. But now we're kind of seeing an explanation for Wanda's powers and her past and kind of like the blossomings of like her and Vision's relationship because they just started, they just like became a couple. Yeah. Like, like off screen in between movies. They were like more mm-hmm. of a love interest, which like I kind of get with like movies focusing on different characters. They're never really the focus. Um, but it, it's cool that we were able to see backstory like that and it being done so well yeah i agree i i do think that this was the best episode as well um which is kind of funny because it was all just um flashbacks Mm -hmm. it was but i agree i think it was cool getting to see um more with wanda it was cool getting to see uh her interacting with her family and kind of seeing where her love of 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 sitcoms and where she got like kind of got this idea to have this whole uh, dollhouse type thing going on mm-hmm. because that's what that's how like her and her family would like learn English, mm-hmm. which is uh, which was cool. Um, I I really liked her th- th- her going to like Hydra. Well, obviously I didn't like that because that's a bad thing. But just them showing it and kind of seeing that the stone didn't necessarily give her her power; it just enhanced it. At least that's how I interpreted it. I don't know mm-hmm. what what you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So th- my interpretation of it is also based on what Agatha said at the very end of the episode being that like her powers are tied to the Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. meaning that I think the Scarlet Witch is like an older entity, like old like Agatha, like just like another witch mm-hmm. whose whose powers were like reawakened in Wanda through the Mind Stone. So like like yeah, like Wanda is the Scarlet Witch, but she's not like the original Scarlet Witch. So like Agatha like recognized like her powers and like mm-hmm. how powerful they were. So she said like you're the you're the Scarlet Witch. Um so I kind of interpreted that as like <laughs> it's like a more more ancient entity because when when she was in the room with the stone, you saw like a silhouette of like the Scarlet Witch, like the like the pointed mask and yeah. and all that stuff. Um being like like i don't know if she was like her powers were like in the stone or like her powers were within wanda but wanda definitely had powers before that um and with the introduction of like (laughs) of like witches there's probably some like um like lineage that probably made its way down to wanda or she had like dormant powers and then through the the trauma and then the mind stone they were kind of awakened yeah, that that's also like when Agatha when when the bomb like fell into the um like the house and it was just beeping mm-hmm. and she yeah. said something to Wanda like so like what kind of you put a probability hex I think what she said on uh, did you put that on the bomb and I was like what the fuck is this bitch talking about like it just didn't go off it was faulty mm-hmm. and then them just right away showing like the stone like spoke to her you know she didn't it's not like she she got her powers from being exposed to the stone which is i think what everyone thought I, at mm-hmm. least i i don't want to say everyone but that's what i thought i i assume that's what you thought as well because that's kind of mm-hmm. how they set it up 
and that the stone came to her. That also kind of l- makes me wonder if, uh, what's up with Pietro. Not, yeah. not not Evan Peters, like the, the original Pietro yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, shot yeah. in Age of Ultron. Like, what's up know. with that? Did that speak to him? I to mean, him? they they were brother and sister. So whatever, like, yeah. like, you know, DNA or lineage, whatever was in them, they could have been similar enough. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, they didn't explain that aspect. But, um, you know, they did mention right before Wanda, the two guys in, like, the, you know, the sound booth yeah. um, said, like... <laughs> Every every single person we've done this test with has like died. <laughs> yeah, because like the the stone doesn't speak to them. So it's obviously now we know it's more of uh, Wanda instead of just kind of how it was introduced in Age of Ultron of like oh here's these two teens who we experimented on with the Mind Stone and they got powers and it, people were kind of left like oh like they could have done that to anybody really. Yeah, and I, I was also, uh, when I saw that as well, I was thinking, because in the comics, and isn't Magneto technically uh, Wanda and Pietro's dad? Yes, for, I for wonder, a little bit. I, what do you mean for a little bit? They, and like some versions he is, and some versions okay. he isn't. You know, like how long the comics have been going. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like, it's like wildly, it. yeah, like wildly uh, known is that Magneto is their father. Do you think that this has anything to do with that? Like maybe no. that's an explanation for why they have their powers and not they didn't get it from the stone or no? Because that that's more in line with like the like the mutant line of it, which like mutants are definitely not a thing as far as we've seen in the MCU. Obviously, they're going to reintroduce them somehow, um, but that doesn't seem to be the case with uh, like Wanda and Pietro's backstory. Like they definitely had. I'm thinking more of like like the witches. Like they they went heavy on the um, like Agatha like sixteen whatever year. Yeah, um, the Salem witch trials. Yeah, which, yeah. Has, has which been around funny, for a long time. funny that we this because this was a, a widespread theory is that her and her husband Ralph's um, uh oh my goodness anniversary date. Yeah, oh, which I believe was June second or July second. Don't remember. Yeah, yeah. But that was uh a. A really big, and I, I'm butchering this history lesson, but that was a really big day in the Salem witch trials. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, Ralph definitely <laughs> isn't real, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm like leaning away from the idea that there's any any other force doing anything other than Agatha. I I'm with that too. Like it was definitely more Wanda, and Agatha was kind of drawn to it, and like wants yeah. her power is what I'm thinking. I don't think Agatha really had a hand in what was going on outside no. of um like Pietro mm-hmm. appearing. Yeah, like we and- we know now that wasn't Wanda, but everything else seems to be Wanda. And if Wanda's standing firm that it's like out of her control, then it has to be some sort of like like Scarlet Witch chaotic entity within her, like using her power. Do you think that before the end of the show that they're going to drop just drop the word mutant? No. You don't think so? No. I I feel like it, uh, I I don't know. With the, how now the how they're saying how Wanda got her powers and that she was just born with them, I feel like that just leaves a big unexplained I I don't plot holes not the right mm-hmm. word, but like how do you explain Pietra then? Yeah. Well, again, like they they were brother and sister, so same DNA. So I feel like whatever explanation would probably apply to Pietro as well. But why does he? Um, why is he not? Why is he not magic then? Why is he just fast? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Has any 
MCU hero been born with their power? I'm trying to think. Well, Thor. Yeah, that's that's like kind of different though. But like a human character. Yeah, not yeah, like yeah. a god. Um, yeah. man, off the top of my head, because technically Doctor Strange learned his. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could say maybe that was it with in within him as well. And he but just I, needed the, training for it. The argument in Doctor Strange is like it's within everybody. It's just like you need to work okay. hard to like awaken it. From what I well, from what I'm remembering is kind of. I guess not. I mean, unless we want to count like Hawkeye and Black Widow, I don't know. But they're not really like super. No, like that's yeah. like su- uh, like a supernatural yeah. or like a like a yeah. external th- power. Yeah, they're just like really good at what they do. Yeah, I don't know. Then I don't think there is. Mm-hmm. That, that's weird so if that's the explanation they're going with with wanda then she's she would be a mutant at, then yeah i guess she'd have um, to be by like definition yes but like how the mcu is going to handle it i am really excited to see <laughs> yeah i th- i personally think they are going to drop the mutant word before the end of this i still feel like that cameo that we have coming is um dr strange benedict cumberbatch coming of in be- being like what the fuck did you just do wanda you fucking idiot mm-hmm. and I think they're going to drop the word mutant because I know it's been like theorized that with the infinity stones, like with how, how many f- snaps did it happened within five years, three of them, three. Right? Yep. That, that, that awoke the, the X gene. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, that would make sense, but also that doesn't, that still doesn't really explain Pietro. That would, because if, if he's a, if he's like a, a mutant, you'd think that. They'd, like other mutants would be doing mutant shit as well. Other than that, he actually had contact with Infinity Stone. I'm like walk talking myself in circles. Let's just move on yeah, to yeah. the next. Let's well, just move well, on well, to well, the... real quick before we yeah. move on. No, you're um, good. This isn't like an original theory. I've seen this a lot, but um, in the the House of M comic, part of the ending is that Wanda uses her powers to to like remove mutant powers. Like she says, no more mutants. So then, like a bunch of people lose their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen people theorize that we might get like an opposite thing. Like maybe at the end, Wanda <laughs> like, wins. Yeah, sa- says like like give people powers. Okay. Just creates absolute chaos in the world. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It just feels like I, we can get to that, that. That what I'm about to say. We'll just move on to the next one. Vision is he back? Like what? What do you think? I guess. I guess the the way I'm envisioning it is he's not back. Um, I just think. I, I don't know. I, it just uh, like it doesn't make sense how he could be, mm-hmm. I guess. But she's super. I, obviously, they they just alluded to her being like super powerful in this, and Agatha is like scared of her, you know. Mm-hmm. But but l- listen to this. Earlier, they had us believe that Wanda stole Vision's body, and yeah. that is that isn't what happened. Exactly. She didn't steal the body. Hayward still had the body, and we saw that the Vision within the hex was entirely created from scratch. Mm-hmm. wanda's powers um but now the the vision body is awoken um i definitely thinking there's going to be some like hayward sword influence in it and it's not going to be the vision we know however i could see the series ending in a way where like <laughs> vision is fully back i i just don't know because the way i'm trying to imagine it is like hayward clearly just wants 
like this weapon. He wants this weapon for himself or sword. Mm-hmm. But regardless, he wants this weapon. Whatever we don't know his motives. So yeah. he clearly thinks that he. Well, first of all, he knows that Wanda didn't steal the body. Yes, it, just, it looks. It looks <laughs> like he built his own vision with the leftover body parts. I feel like that's a safe assumption to make. Yes. So if he made his own vision. Why does he still want this vision that, if we're being honest, we don't even know for sure is real? I don't know. I think he's just obsessed on having vision back. And then in the post credit sequence, we saw him kind of discover that he can take Wanda's power from the Hex and <laughs> uh, reanimate vision. So I guess, like, what is his, like, is he going to go in there just to kill Wanda? Like, if, if, if his whole goal was getting the weapon, it looks like he has the weapon. Why wouldn't he just use this weapon instead of going to get this other weapon where one, Wanda is clearly strong. Well, I guess he might not know it, but Wanda could kill his weapon. Mm-hmm. Or two, if he is able to get Wanda or, like, kill her, do whatever he does with Wanda and he's able to get to Vision, we, regardless of what we know, he doesn't know what we know. For all he knows, it's, Vision isn't real. Yeah, and if they take out Wanda, then that vision could go away. And I know that he had said that, like, basically just egging her on, like, you can bring him back to life. Like, he was he was being a fucking dickhead in mm-hmm. that whole sequence with Wanda. So I guess maybe he has a, a, something to believe that she can just create vision. The way I envisioned it is that she couldn't, she couldn't just create him, but she could... Like put to put an infinity stone back together and put it back into Vision's head. Mm-hmm. That's what I was envisioning, but no, she just ap- like created him from scratch. I, mm-hmm. I kind of hope they don't bring him back. Really? N- not that I dislike the character. I f- just feel like once you start bringing characters back to life, it kind of makes the the death seem so insignificant in other movies. Well, I mean, the death is still significant. Like, you're seeing what's happening in this show because of his death. And I, I do agree that if they were to do it, this is a better way, giving a full explanation other than, oh, the character's back alive. Like, you know how they did with Thor, like, oh, no, Thor lost his eye. And then in the very next movie, Thor's in. It's like, I thought that was stupid. Yeah. Um, but I, I do agree that them, like, doing, having a whole series about it is a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I'm thinking he is going to come back because they're, they're like, oh, uh, Wanda has the power to bring him back, and now here is an already reanimated corpse. So I wonder if Wanda, whenever there's some um, interaction between them in the last episode, will use her powers in some way to kind of reawaken the real Vision. Maybe. I don't know. Do you have any predictions for the last episode? I'm just curious how they're going to finish it off with, like, I presume an hour episode. I feel like there's so many things to wrap up. Um, I, I'm thinking a resolution to like the hex in the town mm-hmm. will definitely happen. Like they, they will be free. Um, whatever is happening, if vision's coming back or staying dead for sure, we will see. Um, anything else I think would probably play into like a minor part of Dr. Strange too. Yeah, like, obviously, they're not going to tie everything up. There's going to be loose ends because it's going to go right into Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I I really don't have any predictions for for what for what's gonna happen. I I thought I kind of had an idea of what's going on in this kind of. I thought there was some other force at play. It looks like 
Wanda was controlling everyone in the town. That's that's my interpretation. Mm-hmm. I know people have shown uh, Vision's Vision's coworker Norm said yeah. she's hurting us. He, he didn't say a name, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it may it could be Agatha doing it, but I feel like it's safe to assume that. I mean, it's not safe to assume anything with the show, but uh, I'm assuming that if whatever Wanda's not doing, Agatha's doing the other. I don't think there's any other force at play. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Ag- they'll wrap everything up with, up with Agatha? Or do you think she's going? My prediction with that is that Agatha's gonna whatever happens, Agatha's gonna get away. They're gonna resolve whatever's going on with Vision, but Agatha's gonna get away, probably mm-hmm. because uh, intervention with Sword is gonna distract Wanda, and Agatha's gonna just like disappear. Yeah. And she's gonna be I, whether she's the main villain, Doctor Strange. I don't think that's the case. I feel like she's gonna go tell someone <laughs> who who's gonna. He's she's gonna be like. Go to her, go to her boss, and be like, "Yo, you gotta check this shit out." And that's how we're gonna. You know. mm-hmm. My my theory that's not really based on a whole lot is that Agatha has some connection to the multiverse because mm-hmm. they you know they brought up the Nexus uh, yeah in the la- in the last episode. Um, so I I feel like Agatha could have a play in Doctor Strange too. However, I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't. I kind of hope she does. I really like her character. I do too. Yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited. This show has been, uh, we were talking about this last night on our stream, twitch.tv slash Ramblin Gamers, but I genuinely think that this show is like really good. And this yeah. episode just furthered that. Like, it's not just like, oh, this is good for, uh, for a superhero show. Like, this is a, a, a good show. Yeah, and you, I remember, dude, we were talking about this in like December and you were not excited for this show. I am, yeah, I feel like just not excited is not the, not the right word. It's just that I thought it you, I've already explained this. I just didn't want them to like oversaturate it because I feel like having six TV shows a year and four movies, people are going to get tired of it, and that's still yeah, yeah. to be seen whether that's yeah. going to be true or <laughs> Obviously, not. We're still at the beginning, but I mean, if they're this good, I don't see myself getting tired of it. Who knows, though? Mm-hmm. But we can move on. Actually, we have one more point. Uh, Brian Cranston officially exists in the MCU. Um. There was a clip of him getting smashed by like his his like gazebo that he built in in yeah, Malcolm yeah, yeah. in the Middle. That that was that was the episode where he found out they didn't have health insurance. <laughs> so he was like trying really carefully not to get hurt. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> um, what do you? How serious do you think they're gonna take like continuity like this? Like, like obviously we don't know if Brian they were ever considering Brian Cranston for any role in the MCU or if he would even do it. How, I'm just curious. How do you think they'll take it seriously? Because if they add Brian Cranston into it, that's a that's technically an a continu, continuity error. I mean, if they were to add Brian Cranston into some like hero or villain, they could have like he he could have just acted in uh you know Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, Kevin Feige recently did an interview at the Disney Plus panel. Uh, he he was asked a lot, said a lot. We're going to go over four points. Loki's release date got pushed from May to June 11th. What are your What are your thoughts? Are you super surprised by this? Are you disappointed? Um, I I'm confused. Like it's fine. Like you know, one month pushback is fine. And as you and I discussed previously, like maybe a little bit of break will be good mm-hmm. as opposed to having Marvel content every single week. However, the um, the reasoning for it is weird because my understanding was that this show was like done, done. Um, 
and I was like, oh, maybe they want to push it back to give space to Black Widow. However, mm-hmm. um, if Shang Chi is staying in its release date, it's going to be releasing during the fourth or fifth episode of this show. Um, so that's going to overlap. So then that brings the question, are the movies going to get delayed? Um, however, I, I think really the big reason why they pushed it back was probably because they announced the date of uh, one of the Star Wars shows, which we can talk about later. But I, I think if they can, they're not going to have two shows running at the same time. Mm-hmm. By saying that, do you mean Marvel and Star Wars or just... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mar- okay. Marvel and Star Wars. Like, like if, if they can, they mm-hmm. won't have them running at the same time. I get that. I don't see there's any way that they're going to be able to. Like, they might be able to do it this year. Because um, mm-hmm. as, as far as we know, I think the only show, Star Wars show, that's guaranteed to come out this year is Bad Batch and maybe The Book of Boba Fett. I think those mm-hmm. are the only two that are, like, set for this year. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Part of Because uh, initially, I, I also thought that they were pushing Loki back to let Black Widow shine. Mm-hmm. But if they were to do that, the I mean, you'd think that they would do it for every movie, which means yeah. with four movies coming out a year, we'd have four months every year without like a Marvel show starting. But then you also have very few months in between releases. Like at some point, that that, that I feel like that can't be the reason. I don't know, and maybe maybe they, it just wasn't ready yet, and that was what maybe they yeah, was good. it could be just not ready yet. Uh, the next point we wanted to touch on is no other. He's Kevin Feige said that there were no other plans for R-rated movies as of yet, other than Deadpool. Are you surprised by this? I, I can tell you, I'm not super surprised by it. Basically, his reasoning was that he he said that if they can tell a story in in a in a PG-13 way, they're going to do that, and if they can't do it in a PG-13 way, they will make it R. But right now, he said that my interpretation was that Deadpool is the only one that they didn't think they would be able to make it in a PG-13 way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, uh, like, like rough quote, he hasn't found a story yet that he couldn't tell PG-13. Mm-hmm. I know people were con- concerned about this for Blade. They wanted yeah. that to be R. I don't know. I mean... To be to be fair, there's not really high expectations for a Blade movie. Like like this is going to be great, you know. Uh, but I, I think what came before it is <laughs> definitely for me being like Blade's whatever. But I'm waiting to be like really into the character with what the MCU does with it. Yeah, of I don't know. I I know those mo- movies are like really loved, and it's, it's I feel like it has like a cult I following. I feel I feel like it has a cult following. I mean, you would they wouldn't make three movies if they if people didn't like go to see them. Yeah. And I feel like the argument can be made that Blade was kind of like what was like one of the first movies that really started all these superhero movies. I know I've <laughs> seen that argument made. Blade 1 is bad. Yeah. That yeah. movie was so boring and it I don't know. I mean I I'm super excited for the for the MCU version cuz Mahershala Ali's awesome and the MCU movies are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. I have no opinion on it being R or PG-13 because if they give us an R movie and it's like Blade 1, I'm going to hate it, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But we can move on to, I, I don't even know what this one is, audience reactions to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Did they have like a, a test? Uh, like a bunch yeah, of yeah, tests? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they showed like half of the first episode to the people that were there. And like, 
it, everyone's saying it's like really good and it cool. feels just like a like a classic actiony marvel movie um mm-hmm. which we haven't really seen in wandavision um, yeah understandably so but i'm very excited to get like an mcu action-packed movie with all these characters spread out across six episodes yeah i'm excited for i wasn't expecting some like i I feel like wandavision is very different from what the mcu typically is i wasn't Mm -hmm. expecting falcon and the winter soldier to do that i was expecting it to be like captain america movies basically yeah and deal with the deal with like people in the government and action and people from other countries trying to like mess with i don't know yeah, 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 that type of thing. It looks like that's what we're gonna get. I'm still excited for it. Action is cool. I'm excited that it's not gonna drag on for like weeks. It's only gonna be six episodes. Mm-hmm. I I kind of like that more. I feel like a lot, once we get past like six hours of just action, I'd get kind of bored of it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm super excited for it. I'm excited to see the. I'm excited to see more of Falcon because I feel like we haven't got a whole lot from him in as much as i would like to see because i i was thinking about this last night like if i were him i wouldn't even want the, the to be captain america like i would just want to keep being falcon falcon can fly dude mm-hmm. and obviously uh, that could be the plot of the movie or of the show for all we know is that he doesn't that's kind of what i'm assuming he doesn't feel like he deserves to be captain america and then he kind of hands it off and then u.s agent is captain america but u.s agent is a government shill and it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And the last point that we want to touch on is he said the Eternals pitch was the best he has ever heard, which, you know, of course, <laughs> a producer's going to talk up his movie uh, that's coming out. But I will mm-hmm. say I'm very excited for this one. The, of all the movies coming out this year, uh, excluding Spider-Man, because Spider-Man's definitely my most look forward to. Just in, in Phase 4 in general, this is in my top three of my most look forward to. Yeah, I will say of the movies that are introducing like new characters, this is mm-hmm. the one I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, this I I'd, I'm so excited. I love seeing the cast. Uh, Kit Harrington's going to be awesome. I if I had to guess, he's going to play like a smaller part in it because he's technically not an Eternal in it. He's playing the Black Knight, mm-hmm. which I think is going to like sp- like kind of spin off into its own movie branch. I should say branch off into its own movie or show or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited for that. But the cast for it's really cool. I'm excited for that movie. But we can move on to Spider-Man 3 officially getting a title. No Way Home releasing December 17th only in theaters. That's what it said. Yeah. Only in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's not too surprising. I, I, it's definitely not going to be on Disney Plus because <laughs> their, with their agreement with Sony, none of the yeah, other yeah. Spider-Mans are on Disney Plus. Hopefully mm-hmm. everything's under control by then. Movie theaters are starting to open back up. But um, thoughts on thoughts on all the theories going around? Do you have any specific theories that you want to spit out? I still think it's going to be uh, multiverse because it, I I know I don't think it was Feige, but someone who works at the movie said that they're kind of playing this off as like a multiverse saga. So like you have Wandavision, Doctor Strange. Um, loki like where he's at mm-hmm. i i don't remember exactly what it's called but it's some like multiverse TVA. yeah TVA. multiverse like policing agency mm-hmm. like an agency trying to like keep things in the multiverse like from going wacko um 
So I, I really feel like Spider-Man's going to play into multiverse stuff. Well, di- didn't they say already that Doctor Strange is in the movie? Yeah, Doctor oh, Strange yeah. is in okay. the movie. So yeah, 100% multiverse stuff. Um, 100% multiverse stuff doesn't mean 100% Tobey Maguire or 100% Andrew Garfield. Yes. However, I don't want to say I'm like expecting it to happen, but I like I want it to happen. But if it does happen, it's not going to be like the whole movie. It's going to be the three of them. And I know we've we've already discussed that. Yeah, well, a part of part of what I'm just wondering about is like they already set up this like huge thing that a Spider-Man's now a fugitive. Yeah, I feel like once you start introducing the multiverse, that's like a whole nother thing that could be a whole nother movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I don't know. Like they they showed off images from it. It looked like they were in a like a basement on a computer. It was um, Tom Holland, uh, Jacob Batalon, and Zendaya. Yeah, those they images like, meant nothing to me. I, I'm the way okay, I and mean, maybe I'm reading into it too much. They look like they were in like, like it looked like they were hiding, you know, they were in like this yeah. grungy basement, like on the run type thing. Mm-hmm. And like they were helping uh, Peter like get away or something. Did you, did you see that tweet I sent you that the, that the webbing that they put around No Way Home kind of looks like the map of Puerto Rico, which Miles is American Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican American. Dude, that was just a coincidence. If they were going for that, they would they would have made it look more like Puerto Rico. I it did look it did look pretty close. Mm, they would have made it look more like Puerto Rico. Okay, here's here's what I'm thinking is that this isn't going to introduce Miles, but when they do introduce Miles, it's going to it's going to like go into the title. It's going to be like Miles from Home or Miles to Home or something. Dude, like they that, they can't know? keep doing the home stuff in the titles. I think like a trilogy is good, but they <laughs> they can't make. <laughs> I, dude, they're not going to be able to keep making good titles if they're restricting themselves to that. Okay, well, speaking of more titles past these three, Tom Holland said that he would do 10 Spider-Man movies. He's been popping off on Twitter recently. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool to hear. And he also said that Disney and Sony's relationship is great and they love working together. I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I'm sure it's good. And as soon as, for whatever reason, money, uh, not enough money is going one of their ways, the relationship is not going to be good again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, <laughs> I don't think they love working together yeah. the right, <laughs> the right wording. I think that they are business partners. And yeah. as soon as they have the opportunity to not be business partners, they will. Uh, we can move on, though, to our next uh, topic. Modoc show, out of development hell, releasing on Hulu in May. This is breaking. This was like an, like last night or this morning. Yeah, stop motion. It's been, or it is a stop motion show, and it's been in development for a long time. With and it's going to have the voice actors. Oh, is it? All, I I assume it's all stop motion, right? It's not going to be, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Patton yeah. Oswalt, Ben Schwartz, Beck Bennett, Beck Bennett. Oh my God, Beck Bennett's in it. Yeah. Oh my god, I was thinking, when I read Beck Bennett, I was thinking the fucking character from Victorious. What? <laughs> There's a character named Beck in Victorious. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of iCarly recently, man. Me too. Um, are you excited about this? I, I know I am. I, I don't know if I'm going to get super into it. I, I might binge it. But I'm, I'm excited that they're going with like a, an adult animation approach to this character. And it's definitely a weird character that's... <laughs> Probably never going to have a place in like the MCU. Yeah, um, but it's really, it's really cool that they're doing it, and it being stop motion. You know me, I'm a sucker for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which now knowing that it's stop motion, 
kind of makes the people who've been complaining that it was in development hell look like assholes. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, of course, them making, like, a like a 10-episode season all in stop motion of... I'm assuming they're going to, like, 20-minute episodes. Um, like, that. yeah, that's going to take years. So, of course, there was no news on it for a long time. I wonder if it's only going to be, like, a one-season thing. I feel like... <laughs> Going it could be one like a season. one-off. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's just like a really good one season if it is, and they just know to end it. I feel like that's the way to do it. But we can move on to our last story because we're already stretching up to 40 minutes. The Bad Batch is coming out May 4th. For those of you that don't know, it's a, the Bad Batch is like a, a group of clones that were in the Clone Wars and they're getting like their own spinoff show. That's my understanding of it. Are you excited mm-hmm. for this, Adam? I know neither one of us have really gotten into the Clone Wars. I think more me than you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't really plan on watching this because I haven't finished Clone Wars. I'm like working my way through it. I will watch it at some point, though. Yeah, yeah. So this is the one that's animated like Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that they're like keeping it going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that uh, Star Wars plays into the May 4th date a lot for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, this is the it'll be the one year since the, the season seven of Clone Wars came out as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, however, is this? I wonder if they're gonna do like um, remember what the Mandalorian did, where like Disney Plus launched on a Tuesday, and like day one they had episode one of Mandalorian, and then that following Friday they had another episode. Yeah, like, that's a few what days they're later. doing. Yeah, it's okay. May May fourth is the first episode, May seventh is the second, yeah. and then after that it's weekly. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's kind of cool, like two episodes kind of right away. Yeah. For sure. Um, that about ends it for our episode, though. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no. No. All no. right. Catch us out. Or check us out Tuesday because we'll have another gaming show coming out. We're going to be give you a little sneak peek because we're recording it right after this. We're going to be talking a lot about the PlayStation news uh, that just came out basically uh, a day before we're recording this. And also some Pokemon news came out. So mm-hmm. keep an eye out for that Tuesday at 10 a.m. Uh, keep an eye out on our Instagram and Twitter. We've been going live on Twitch more frequently. We recently just streamed our reaction to the state of play. And also <laughs> um, we played some Mario, some Mario 3D World. We're probably one session away from 100%ing that game, if I had to guess. You think one so? Th- I feel like we got a long way to go. One or two. <laughs> one or two. One or two. Oh, I, I forgot that we didn't finish that gauntlet thing last time. Oh, but no. once once we finish that, I feel like it'll just be speed running through everything. But we'll catch you guys on Tuesday and then the following Sunday for another episode of Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. See you guys. Peace out.